Welcome to the Encore Entrepreneur Show, where we break through the online noise, trends, and all those fleeting tactics to bring you business guidance that stands the test of time, has been proven to work, and gives you real-world results so that your entrepreneurial journey is as successful as possible. We believe in building businesses from the inside out using values and validation. Learn how to put values and validation to work in your business by joining our free workshop at EncoreEmpire.com forward slash validate. I'm Deidre Harder, a CPA and business strategist. And I'm Carmen Reed Gilkison, a whole person certified coach and business strategist. We're your guides on the side and hosts of the Encore Entrepreneur Show. Let's get started. A common question we get asked by new clients is, should I offer one-to-one coaching, group coaching, or a membership? This is something new business owners and experienced business owners alike need to consider. As a new business owner starting a coaching business, it seems like it would be easier to start off with group or membership. This is especially true if you're still employed by someone else. It seems like, well, if I get a bunch of people, then I can leverage my time, right? Selling high-priced one-to-one offers might push new coaches out of their comfort zone and making that makes a group program at a lower cost seem like an easier sell. But Deirdre is going to explain why that isn't the case in a minute here. As an experienced business owner, you need to define your specific goal. What is it you want to accomplish with your offers? In order to reach the next level of income and growth, it's crucial to map out your strategy. There are different ways you can go. You can do an agency model, leverage one-to-many, building a membership, hosting a mastermind. There's so many ways you can go, and this is where strategy comes into play. So what we're going to start talking about at first is what are the main differences between all these different models and the ways that you can go? And some of the things that we want to consider is which one takes less time And another consideration is what does your ideal client prefer and which one will provide the transformation they're looking for. And then we're going to talk about the revenue potential of each because this is where people really get tripped up. So we're going to go through the pros and cons of different approaches for the group coaching versus the one-on-one coaching. And as Carmen mentioned, you know, there are several different ways to go, especially if you're a more experienced business owner and you're looking for a way to get to your next level of revenue. When it comes to agency models, building a membership and hosting a mastermind, these are all some really great ways to scale what you're already doing. And each one can take more or less time. Now, when we talk about time, it's not just about the front facing time. Like we think, oh, well, if I am just building a membership, then, you know, it's all hands off, right? Like I don't have to be in front of anybody. I don't have to schedule calls, but really there's a lot more to it. And what you're doing basically is you're looking at what are the front facing activities and what are the back end activities that you're going to have to do. And typically, When you have less front facing time, like with a membership, you're going to have a whole lot more time on the back end because you're getting content ready. You're putting all these things together. You're going to have to have the systems and operations that are going to support the kind of offering that you have. So when we think of which one takes less time, we have to factor in all these different pieces and parts. 
And then the question of what does your ideal client prefer? This is really important because we think, well, what do we prefer? <laughs> right? That's kind of what we're thinking when we're like, oh, you know, I've got to leverage my time. And that is a big part of it because we want you to be doing the thing that lights you up, the thing that works with your schedule. And we want you to have a life, right? To where you're not working all the time. But we also have to consider what do our ideal clients prefer? And depending on what your business model is, what your expertise is, and who your ideal client is, sometimes a group coaching program really facilitates the transformation better than a one-on-one -on -one might. And then in certain instances, maybe you need that private one-on-one -on -one time, and that's what your clients prefer. And then along with that is which one's going to provide the transformation they're looking for. The way that we deliver is really a key part of the transformation that they're going to get because we have to make sure that we're delivering it in a way that's optimal for our clients so that they can get the transformation. I give you a quick example of some of the things we've talked through with our clients. And a lot of times, one of the things that can prevent the transformation from happening is the amount of time somebody's in the program. So for example, if someone is, if you're doing a 12 week program, whether it's membership based or whether it's one to many or one to one, depending on what it is that you're going for, sometimes that transformation can't really happen in 12 weeks. It might seem like, oh, this is a nice short container. Everybody says they don't have time. I'll do it in 12 weeks. But if this is something like a longer term goal, like let's take a health coach, for example, if your goal is to help someone completely transform their health or their body composition, can it really be done in 12 weeks? So this is one thing we're looking at when we're trying to figure out what is the best way to offer this to our clients. And then there's the revenue potential of each. And a lot of times we think, okay, well, if I just do this one to many, I'm going to have all these people and I'm going to make way more money. But oftentimes, as we go down, typically the less front facing time you have with your clients or your customers, the price tends to go down, right? The more face time you have, the higher the price is going to be of that offer. So we really have to run our numbers and you really have to know your numbers and work out what does that forecast look like and how many clients or customers are you going to have to have in that particular model in order to reach your revenue goals? We want to make sure that we're running this out and forecasting before we ever decide, how do I want to deliver this offer? Exactly. So let's talk about the pros and cons of group coaching. Online groups are convenient to facilitate, but they might not create the connection that you want. In-person groups require a facility and more work, but they would create the connection, right? We know that to help increase that know, like, and trust factor, the relationship comes first, right? We've heard it said, and I love this saying, that business is built at the speed of relationships. And that's so true. So we have to think about that. Online groups do, do facilitate relationship. They facilitate it with the whole entire group. But is that what you're going for? You have to think about what it is. And that all goes back to what the transformation is. What is your topic? All of that. Group sessions work best when there's a common goal. But if each person is wanting a different transformation, they aren't a good choice. It's going to be really difficult to facilitate a group of people going for different outcomes, right? That doesn't really gel. And then depending on the size of your group, you may need to hire team members, which could be a pro or a con, depending on your stage of business and where you want to take it. 
how big is your group? When we're talking about a membership, let's let's use a membership as an example. It's not really group coaching, but let's look at that for a minute because if you're talking about a membership and you're bringing in all kinds of people at a low price, like Deidre talked about, the less FaceTime, the lower the price. So that means the more people you need, well, you're going to need more people to facilitate. And that goes for group coaching as well. If you're bringing in people in group coaching and your price is lower, well, maybe you're bringing in more people and you might need help. You might not be able to do it all on your own. So you'll need to decide whether or not to use a cohort model. Does everyone need to start at the same time based on your content and how you give people the transformation they're looking for? If so, you're going to want to enroll in cohorts. This can be challenging with a large number of warm prospects. Some people might not be ready right when you are. They might have to skip a cohort and that might delay them saying yes. You know, it. there are so many... I guess there's two sides to everything that we're considering here that we have to look at before we make a final decision. And then the pros and cons of group coaching are very similar to the pros and cons of hosting a membership. The main difference is that with a membership, you're on the hook for pushing out new content on a monthly basis or whatever your time frame is. Monthly is what I've seen. You know, I don't know if there are memberships out there where they push out new content on a quarterly basis, maybe, but the point is that when people are signing up for a membership, like let's look at a subscription box. Those are all the rage, right? People, I see them on TV all the time. Join the subscription and you get a new box every month. And some people like that to have new things come in their mailbox and, you know, they've got their gift for the month or whatever, but the company has to come up with, they have to curate a new box every month. Well, as a membership host, you also have to curate new content every month. So you've got to be really strong in your content plan and strategy and in executing it because they're paying for what you are selling, which you deliver that through your content. So this is something that's easier done by an, a seasoned entrepreneur with a team, a brand new person starting a membership. This, this is a lot. We see this a lot with, with new entrepreneurs who think, well, I'm going to join, I'll start a membership because it'll be easier. I'll get more people in and they'll get to know me, but it really isn't. And it's a kind of a, a situation of they don't know what they don't know. You'll also need to factor in that you'll have a higher churn rate with a membership model. No one thinks about that, right? <laughs> like when we're thinking about, I'm going to join, I'm going to start a new thing. We don't think about, well, how quickly are people going to come through and leave? And in a membership model, the churn rate is much higher because people typically join and then they leave and then they join. Sometimes people join and they forget they're in the membership. So they're paying you the money, but are they getting the result? You know, there's so many things to memberships. If you're someone who is really passionate about making sure that your clients get a result, you're going to want to do something that's more hands-on than a membership. So on the flip side, Deirdre is going to share the benefits of one-to-one -one sessions. And just like Carmen said, right, we have two sides of the coin. There's a yin and a yang to everything. So there are pros and cons of having that one-to-one -one model. And when you're having one-to-one -one sessions with your clients, one of the great things about it is that individual coaching sessions are more intimate. They can create a deeper connection with your clients. This can facilitate the transformation. And this is why one-to-one, -one, they don't, we don't typically connect them with a churn rate, like Carmen just talked about with memberships, right? Because that relationship and that connection you have with your clients actually keeps them going. And that's something that it's really hard to replicate that inside of a membership type of model. However, when you have a client who turns out to be non-ideal. So anyone out there ever had 
a client who you turns out really was not, you thought they were, but they turned out that they were not your ideal client. And it can be an awkward situation. I know Carmen and I have experienced this ourselves where we're now in this long-term coaching situation with someone and it and they turned out not to be ideal and it does make it very awkward and it at points in time can be stressful to get through that and everyone's going to experience a non-ideal client at some point now typically individual sessions provide better results more quickly but it does take up more of the coach's time right i mean it's stands to reason that it's it takes more time that goes back to that front facing time versus the back end time and some clients don't focus on their growth between coaching sessions and this can make getting the transformation take longer so that there's that two sides of it right like working with you individually they can get their results more quickly that works for every single model you know when you are working with someone hand in hand side by side and you've got someone right there with you you're going to get the result more quickly no matter what it is that you're trying to do but then again there are some clients who they kind of rely on that coaching session and most of the time we can't do everything in a coaching session right there's work to be done in between no matter what it is there's always work to do in between and sometimes the clients don't do that and that can make this take longer and it can be a little bit frustrating as well. Now, when it's a new offer, this model, this one-on-one -on -one model allows you to get direct feedback and validate the effectiveness of your approach very quickly. This is why Carmen and I almost always tell our clients, those who are newer in their business, that they really want to get that one-on-one -on -one client and they want to work with their clients one-on-one -on -one in the very beginning we can always add on and change the model as we go but that one-on-one -on -one in the beginning really helps the validation process it's it's so effective in doing this and that way you know that what you're doing is effective and your clients are getting the result that is then in turn what brings referrals in it allows you to have really powerful client testimonials and when you're serving on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you don't need as many online coaching tools such as learning platforms, video hosting, invoicing, subscription systems, etc. So it is a faster way to get started and you don't waste a whole lot of time setting up all these systems. And when you're starting with one of the other models with group coaching and or membership and even an agency model, a lot of times the tech part of this and the systems are going to have to be much more robust right from the beginning. And then let's talk about the different marketing strategies for each. There's less time marketing for one-to-one. -one or I should say the time, it depends on what your ramp up is. So when I talk about time, we typically want a longer ramp up period when we are offering a higher priced thing. And we're also able to more often than not charge more for one-on-one -on -one because like Deidre mentioned, it's more front facing time. It takes more of your time. And so you're able to charge more. So the marketing is, I should say it's easier instead of less time because we want to have enough of a ramp up that people understand what we're doing. We use our content to do the heavy lifting. We get on calls. We do all this kind of stuff. There's always marketing with each one, but the marketing is more simplified when it's one-on-one. -on -one. It's easier to get three 
higher ticket clients than it is to get 20 low ticket clients. So if you can charge enough in your one-on-one -on -one that three clients a month is all you need, well, that's a lot easier to do, especially when you start out. A larger audience is required for groups and memberships. Audience building comes before marketing and then selling. And that's what makes this take longer. You've got to have a large audience before you're going to be able to get enough people into your lower cost membership or group program to earn the money that you need to make. And this is where that people get tripped up on the revenue and they think, well, if I have a hundred people in my thing, it's going to be great. Well, what if your thing is only $30, right? And so that's 3000 a month. Well, is that enough? I don't know. And that's if you can get a hundred people in there and how many do you need to reach to get that hundred they're willing to buy, right? It's said that only 3% of your market is ready to buy at any time. So that's a very high number of people that you have to reach before people are going to be willing to come into your membership. The reach has to be larger. You may need to resort to things such as paid ads to get the word out. All those things can eat away at your profit if you are having to put money in to get people into your membership. Now, as you grow, perhaps things will work and people will come in from referrals and all of that. But typically, it's going to always require a large audience because of all the churn and getting all the people in and enabling you to make the monthly amount that you need to make to survive and be profitable. Yeah. And one more thought on that when it comes to what kind of revenue, because it it does sound like, well, gosh, wouldn't it be easier to have someone decide to spend $20 a month than to spend $1,000 a month, right? It seems logical. The difference is when you're selling the higher ticket, you're building a relationship, you're building the know, like, and trust factor, and you're usually having a conversation with that person. They know what it's like to work with you. And memberships, you know, we all value things differently. And typically, the less we pay for something, the less we value that right? Like we're like, oh, at first it's like, oh yeah, that's a no brainer. That's 10 bucks. No big deal. I'll, you know, yeah, I'll jump in. But over time we tend to not value We're like, oh, it's, that's just that $10 thing. Right? So unless we are self-accountable and really getting in and diving into all the content that's out there, we're like, oh, it's easy come easy go basically. And that's why this larger audience is required because only a very small percent of your audience is going to buy through marketing only. Only a small percent will buy based on an email that you sent or based on a post that they see. But when we get into these one-on-one -on -one conversations, the percentage of people that will work with you is much higher because they're getting to know you. And so that is where the real difference is, is between the two. And you don't have time to do one-on-one -on -one calls when you need 200 people inside of your group or your membership. Now let's talk about some best practices for delivering your service, because this is another, these are some other things we want to think about when it comes to what kind of model are we going to be using? Let's talk about business coaches versus consumer coaches. Okay. So whether you're B2B or you're B2C, there is a difference between these two. Now, something that everyone needs, regardless of which kind of coaching that you're doing, everyone needs a contract and a way to collect payment as a baseline for running your business. Now, remember a minute ago, we said it's so much easier. There's a lot less 
tech. There's a lot less systems. It's a lot faster to get up and running when you're doing the one on one because this is truly all that you need. If you have a contract and a way to collect your payment and a way to talk to the person that you're wanting to work with, that's pretty much all that you need to get going. Aside from that, there are several differences when it comes to offering group coaching versus your one to one coaching. So in general, B2B business coaching doesn't carry the same privacy concerns that consumer coaching can. So here are some things to consider. Does what you help with require private coaching? So in the business world, business is business, right? There are certain things that are confidential people don't want to talk about inside of a group, but that it's few and far between, you know, we're generally ta we're talking about general business practices for the most part. But if we're talking about someone who's in the business to consumer, this could be something about their emotions. It could be about their family. It could be about their health. And a lot of times people are more hesitant to talk about that kind of thing in a group setting. They may or they may not be comfortable with that. So anyone who's dealing with sensitive topics, you might need to offer one-on-one -on -one exclusively, or at least give the option to have the one-on-one -on -one for those who are not comfortable in the group. And whenever privacy is a main concern, ensure your marketing and onboarding speak to that. Because if we're not, we're assuming that they know that we're going to maintain their privacy, right? Because we know that that's what we're supposed to do as the professional as the expert, but they may not know that that's just standard procedure or that everyone does it. And, and so that's something we need to address. So that can actually be a really good selling point in your marketing and to ensure that they know that at onboarding, that whatever they say is confidential and it's not going to be shared with anyone else. And if you're facilitating a group, how will you ensure that it's a safe space? A couple of best practices is there should be no sharing of conversations or screenshots outside of the group. Okay, and this is one way that we can help create a safe environment. Now, this can be, again, it's more prevalent in the business to consumer type of offers, but this can, it can also be in the business to business. I know that there are certain things we won't, you know, we don't share conversations and screenshots outside of our what we're doing with our clients. We don't want to share that out to the public. And with more people, there's more need for quality control and maintaining privacy. So again, the bigger the group is, then there's, you're going to have to have some quality control things put into place. It's kind of like, um, even like we have our Facebook group, the empire of unstoppable women. Well, back when we had a couple hundred people in it, it was super easy <laughs> to watch all the conversations, right? We could very easily control the quality of what was being talked about. Now we're almost at 3000 and it is much more challenging in order to really have that quality control. We don't want people putting things in there that are inappropriate. We don't want people spamming the group. Now we're talking about a free group and, th and there's even more going on in your paid groups, right? So this is just something to think about is how are you going to maintain that quality control and make sure everything stays private. So you need to have some things in place and to let your members know that you have these things in place so that they feel safe. Now, another option is to build a hybrid model. And this is a great way to leverage the positive aspects of both group coaching and one-on-one -on -one coaching. And at Encore Empire, we have developed a fabulous hybrid model that our clients absolutely love. It's basically bringing in the best 
of both models. And it really mitigates some of those not so ideal parts of each of the different business models. So we've blended it in a way that we're getting the best of all of it. And so this is something for you to consider as well, that you can actually do a hybrid so that you are also giving the best of both worlds to your clients. And the best way for you to go comes down to the needs of your clients and the stage of business you're in. What we're talking about today can make or break your business now and in the future. We had a client who came to us and she had an existing membership. She had built this membership thinking it was going to be passive income for her and that it was going to be a breeze, right? It's going to be like a second income stream. But what actually happened was that as it grew, it ended up occupying a ton of her time, trying to figure out the entire model, trying to figure out how she was going to serve these people, trying to make sure that the people were engaged. Because as Deirdre mentioned before, when it's a lower ticket offer, like a membership, people, it come, it's easy come, easy go, right? They're, they don't even pay attention to the fact that this amount is going out of their account every month. They just kind of forget that the membership is in, is there. So then it was getting difficult for this gal when new people came in because it almost felt like a ghost town. This is another thing that can happen. So she ended up using a lot of her virtual assistant's time to try to work through this, but things weren't set up strategically from the beginning. So they were doing a lot of backtracking and trying to figure things out and it just didn't work. She got so overwhelmed that she pulled the plug without thinking through the ramifications of that or the long-term strategy of that. And she did not seek guidance before she did that. So that set her revenue back so far that it was very difficult for her to recover. We were then left scrambling as her coaches at the time to put a plan in place to generate revenue quickly. And in the end, she was able to realize a 40% increase in revenue from the time she started working with us till the time she was finished. But it was quite the adventure for all of us. So it ended up working out okay, but she would have been able to achieve much more growth and stabilize her business had she been proactive instead of reactive. And I think that's the biggest thing we want to we want to bring to the table with this episode is sometimes these things sound easy, right? If I do a membership and it only costs 20 bucks, how hard can that be? Some people are introverts and they don't want to be front facing to people. So they think this is the great way to be hands off and I can give people value and all this stuff. But it's really a case of you don't know what you don't know. And then when you get into it and you get far enough, sometimes you've painted yourself into a corner and it's you're dealing with things you never even realized you'd have to deal with. So we really want you to be able to take time and consider what it is that you're trying to help your clients do. What is the transformation and how best can you deliver that transformation? What is the vehicle or the method that you can use? And then depending on what stage of business you're in, this really plays a part. A seasoned business owner with a large following is much more able to start a membership or a mastermind or something like that because she's got the people behind her already. A brand new business owner is going to have a really hard time and we do not recommend it at all. We recommend, as Deidre mentioned, one-to-one. It allows you to validate and build that no like trust factor. And it also allows you to really get in there and do the kind of research that you need to, to fully understand what each of your clients is struggling with and how to get them over that. Once you start understanding through your work, how to deliver the transformation in an effective, efficient way, then we can talk about scaling and doing something in a different way. So I hope that this has helped a lot. The, there's so much to consider and 
helping our clients through decisions like this, as well as building out their business strategy is what we specialize in. So if you'd like to learn more, you're invited to apply to get on a call with us where we will decide whether or not the fit is good on both sides and how we can help you and what's the best way to go. And at the very least, you'll walk away with a, the next steps to take to get you to where you want to be. So head over to EncoreEmpire.com forward slash apply and schedule your call today. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Encore Entrepreneur. Can you do us a favor? It will help us if you would please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the real talk about how to be successful without compromising your values, and we need your help to spread the word.